Hi, my name is Rochelle Grow, and I'm obsessed with all things business, especially networking. Oftentimes, the opportunities that we have in business and even personally comes down to who we know. I love helping people build a thriving network with genuine people, even if they are new to the game, afraid to say the wrong thing, or need a reminder to just do it. I'm a California transplant living in Northern England who's taken her business chops from California to New York and now the US to the UK. I work from home and run two businesses. No matter if you're a networking beginner or not, I can teach you the step-by-step behind the scenes secrets to building a network that you love. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be encouraged and have some fun while you learn. This is Allergic to Small Talk by Cut Class. Welcome back to the Allergic to Small Talk podcast. You can catch me here every Thursday or on my Facebook group, also called Allergic to Small Talk, or on Instagram at It's Grow Grow. Okay, let's jump into today's episode. We've all had those moments when we've been invited by a friend to a networking event or a group event, and once we got there, we thought, oh, dang, this is horrible. Maybe the venue is crappy, the food's terrible, or the small talk is extra bad. But maybe... The people there are just too professional, and at the end, you get taken into a private room where someone tries to sell you a membership, or later that same day, they are immediately in your inbox asking if you'll be back. Sound familiar? I mean, I can't blame the sales part of networking. After all, networking groups are a business and they can't survive without new members. But that doesn't mean that member has to be you. When you venture out to find a networking group, there are five types of what I like to call traditional groups. You know the groups I'm talking about. People are dressed uber professional, you get a name badge, and you're thrown into a group of mostly strangers. You'll see why I say mostly strangers later on. I recommend that you pay a visit to at least five to seven groups before you make a decision on officially joining. Why? Well, think of it this way. If you were interviewing for a job, you know, where you will be spending a lot of your precious time, I hope you would take the time to research the position and company thoroughly before you said yes. You might put in extra time researching this job if it was being offered by two separate companies that are interested in hiring you, right? So the same type of research should go into figuring out which group you'll vibe with best. So let's break this down. I like to categorize networking in two groups, traditional networking groups and non-traditional networking groups. Hey guys, Ro here. While we are talking about networking groups and some of the struggles that come along with them, I wanted to extend a special invite to you. I am hosting a free masterclass called How to Save Worry, Time, and Money While Networking, Three Secrets Behind Taking Your Networking Experience from Ugh to Yay. Look, networking doesn't have to completely suck. You can network and build authentic connections all while on your terms. In this masterclass, you will learn how to redefine networking. Networking doesn't have to involve meeting strangers in a hotel conference room where people are wearing 100 shades of navy. While I can't promise that you won't end up at these events, you will gain a new perspective on networking. You will probably realize you're already networking and you don't even know it. You'll find your networking type. There are four types of networkers, sharks, penguins, bees, and lone wolves. Do you prefer to bite heads off or do you feel like you're the one getting your head bit off? Find out what type of networker you are first before you go into networking. It's such an important task to do. Next, find the right group for you. Say heck no to the groups that are soul-sucking and say yes to groups that light you up. Learn to dodge groups that cause stress and suck up your time and money. Learn how to answer 
what do you do? Ugh, as if strangers can't come up with a better get-to-know-you question. Don't sweat it. I got you. There are seven different ways to answer this question. Never stumble on this question ever again. And lastly, learn how to tell your story to genuinely connect with people. Conversation upgrade, anyone? Telling your story helps combat that solo combo that says, shoot, what do I say next? And it provides multiple connection points for your clients, colleagues, and acquaintances. You can register at letscutclass.com forward slash join. This masterclass is a must attend if, number one, you hate networking, but you know you have to do it for your career or business. Two, you're an introvert and you're tired of forcing yourself into networking groups that you know aren't a good fit, but you think that's just what you have to do. Three, you're worried about saying the wrong thing or being caught not knowing the answer to a question. And four, you want to know how to reach your career or business goals through non-salesy networking. If this resonates with you, go sign up to attend at letscutclass.com forward slash join. Listen, I've been building and nurturing my network for over 25 years. It's safe to say I've been around the networking block from creating relationships in the nonprofit world, building contacts with corporations for fundraising, holding executive roles within companies and building rapport internally, managing sales teams and schmoozing with clients. Not my favorite. It was part of the job to joining many traditional networking groups in California, New York, and now England for my own businesses. I've discovered the missing ingredients behind a successful networker, which sets them apart from one that's absolutely worried about attending an event. This masterclass is a culmination of everything I've learned to build real relationships to go after my goals, but most importantly, to contribute to my network's goals too. I am so excited to share them with you. If you're committed to figuring out how to network in a way that suits you, I can't wait to help you get there. So once again, you can register at letscutclass.com forward slash join. All right, let's get back to the show. I like to categorize networking in two groups, traditional networking groups and non-traditional networking groups. The first type of traditional networking groups are casual groups, like the Chamber of Commerce. These types of groups are quite informal. There are usually a lot of people from the same industry, so competition for business is a little higher. For example, there will probably be like 5,000 insurance people offering the same products in the same room. So understanding which one to use is going to be difficult from a user perspective, but also being one of those insurance people competing for business could be quite difficult. However, it's a friendly way to network and it's easygoing. Penguin and lone wolves do really well in these types of groups because there isn't really pressure and it's just a really easygoing atmosphere. If you have a really great relationship manager, it's typically the person that signs you up for the membership to join the chamber. They are a really good help. If you want to meet like a certain person or a business, they will open the door for you. So that is one of the biggest pros if you join the Chamber of Commerce. The cost to join is based on your business size and every city around the world usually has a Chamber of Commerce. Number two, alumni group. So anything that you used to be a part of, whether it's a band, a sorority, a fraternity, or a college, or high school, you name it. Those are alumni networks. And alumni networks are also very casual. You usually don't have to pay anything to be a part of them. And you usually already have something in common because of wherever you were, whatever you were a part of, whether it was a school or a sorority or whatever it may be, you already have that common interest. So alumni networks are also very casual and it's a second type of traditional networking group. Number three, referral groups, such as LATIP and BNI. These groups have structure, meaning 
only one person per profession is allowed in one chapter. You are measured on your performance, like how many referrals you give and new members you bring, which is all tracked on an app. There is attendance requirements and you're asked to take on committee roles. Bees and sharks do really well in these groups, but it can be daunting and challenging for first-time networkers. The great thing about these groups, though, is there is structure and they are international organizations. So if you come from like a corporate background and you come from a lot of structure, you will most likely like one of these groups. Uh, So yeah, typically penguins and lone wolves will be a bit challenged in these groups because it could seem a bit full on. All right, next up, nonprofit organizations such as Kiwanis, Rotary, Seroptimus, Boys and Girls Clubs. These are all service-based organizations where the nonprofit work is at the center and the business comes second. Bees, penguins, lone wolves do really well in these groups. Fees are annual and they're not too terribly high and it's a very easy way to network. But just know if you are a person that's really big on making a sale, this is probably not a really good group for you because the business comes after the service that you put in. And lastly, industry-specific type networking. So these are things like trade shows, conferences, workshops, internal gatherings, trainings. These are all events where you aren't necessarily meeting strangers because you'll potentially meet people internally from your company, right? Or you might attend with your boss or manager or some of your team. So those are the five types of networking groups that are considered traditional networking groups. So let's get into my favorite types of groups. These are non-traditional networking groups, and they fall into a few buckets. Number one is where your interest takes center stage and the networking comes second, or you don't even know that it's happening, which in my opinion is how it should feel. So let's take, for example, cycling. Maybe you're in a band, yoga, CrossFit, golf, whatever it may be, that particular activity or interest takes center stage and networking takes place around it. Often people think that they can't weave in their goals, like their career goals or business goals, into their conversation when they are cycling or rock climbing, which is super nuts because when you create relationships over a shared interest, the awkwardness of finding common ground is totally eliminated. You literally have something to talk about because you're participating in the same darn thing. The trick is just talking about what you want to accomplish while you're doing said interest. For example, I like CrossFit. And in conversation with one of my friends, she said she was looking for a car. So I hooked her up with my friend who's a car broker. It saved her time, hassle, and money on doing it all herself. This discovery could have been anything, a job, a struggle she was dealing with, you name it. But the point is, she and I were able to network while not networking. Does that make sense? All right, next up is social media. Connecting with people in the DMs, direct messages, on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, there is a right way and a wrong way to do this. But I will save the right and wrong way of sliding into someone's DMs for another episode. But social media is an alternative way or non-traditional way to network. And it's so easy. And I think that penguins and lone wolves do really well with networking on social media because they're in control of the conversation. And you're able to research the company, research the person, and structure or craft a perfect message to send somebody. So... Penguins and lone wolves usually like to think a lot before they send something or before they answer a question. So networking on social media for penguins and lone wolves is a really, really great alternative. All right. Last but not least, dormant ties. This is where the real action takes place, you guys and gals and non-binary. 
These are people that we used to talk to, but for some reason, we no longer talk to them because of geographical location, job changes, or whatever. Like, let's take my example, right? I've lived in California, I've lived in New York, and I now live in England. And just by nature of life happening and my moves across the world and country, I've just lost contact with people, not for any particular reason. It's just life happened, right? So nothing really went wrong in the relationship. You just haven't spoken to them in a long time. So digging into dormant ties is the best way to build yet nurture your existing network. A lot of people think about networking as if you have to go into a room and meet strangers. No, dig back into those valuable dormant ties and say what's up. Have no agenda and just reach out to them and see how it's going and then see where the conversation goes. You can then weave in what you're up to and what your goals are and exchange those with your dormant ties. Honestly, this is such a great strategy when you're trying to build your network. Okay, if you don't know your networking type, you know, you've heard me say a shark, a penguin, a bee, and a lone wolf. If you don't know what type you are, go take a listen to episode five so it makes it easier to find a group you'll vibe with. So that's the rundown. Which type of networking fits you best? Traditional networking or non-traditional networking or a blend of both? I'd like to hear which suits you best. So hit me up on Instagram at It's Row Grow or in my Facebook group called Allergic to Small Talk. You can find my show notes at letscutclass.com forward slash allergic to small talk if you want to review any of my points we talked about today. Okay, y'all. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I will see you same time, same place next week. See ya.